Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who are in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, but in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest.
Good morning, church. I invite you to stand and worship our King with us. be seated. Thank you. Welcome to church this morning. This is a special day, Christmas morning. Thank you for starting your day celebrating our Lord. Around our living room this afternoon, as probably with yours, we will start our family gift opening with a passage of scripture. It always is to remind us what this season is all about. In your minds, you're probably quoting it with me, and that's fine. In my mind, it was memorized and taught to me in the King James Version. So would you listen to the story of why we are here on Christmas Day? It's because of this. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. To be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, 
The angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to the other, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem. And see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. This is the word of the Lord. Ushers, I invite you to come forward and pass the plates and we sing angels.
walk through the Christmas season steeped in happiness, under warm, glowing lights. But if we peer through all the extravaganza, we'll hear the soft cry of a shivering baby and feel the prick of divine joy. Born of poverty between the walls of a rickety barn and into the fragile arms of a nervous young mom, Jesus arrived unable to defend himself, much less anyone else. Hosts of angels lighting up the sky, trumpeting the good news, shattering the silence with praise and glory to God. We found you on the outskirts of a crowded town, given the last remnant of space, wrapped in leftover cloth. Tiny, humble, helpless, offered. We kneel, overwhelmed. We almost missed you, even as we tried to celebrate you. We must pass through the glittering town square and open the city gate, walk toward the pastures of uncertainty onto a long, narrow road under a cold but starry sky into the barn that's never been noticed and to the manger that holds all the love of God. Amen. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Jesus Christ has brought us into the place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and where we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We have waited all Advent season to light the Christ candle. First candle was a candle of hope. The second candle was a candle of preparation. The third was the candle of joy. Fourth, candle represented love. The Christ candle is white and is the largest. The white candle reminds us that Jesus is the spot, spotless lamb of God sent to wash away our sins. Responsive reading, would you join with me? You'll see it on the, the screen. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him, all things were made. Without Him, nothing was made that was made. In Him was life. And that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. He was in the world, and through the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, 
He gave the right to become children of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth.
Heavenly Father, we are so very thankful that you have invited us into community with you. What a privilege it is that you want to speak to us, live with us more than we want to speak to you. That is such an honor. Father, we thank you that you loved us so much that even though we had sinned against you, broken our promises, and we were out of fellowship with you, you loved us so much that you decided to send your only begotten son, that he would live with us with common parents in a very poor neighborhood, a village that no one thought anything of, and he lived a very common life and was tempted, yet without sin. And the scripture says that he gave us a gift, and that was that he took our sins, past, present, and future, and took it upon himself. And his gift was that he paid for our sin that we might, if by faith we ask for it, he might forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And Father, that is a tremendous gift that we celebrate on this Christmas morning. We thank you that we have gathered here today, friends and family and neighbors coming in this beautiful candlelight service to celebrate you. And Father, we want to say to you, happy birthday and Merry Christmas. In Jesus' name we ask, amen. You may be seated. Larry King made a career asking tough questions. Those who knew him understood that he considered himself not a believer He was an agnostic. He believed that perhaps there was a God that started things in motion, but really has nothing to do with creation today. And he really made no attempt to conceal his doubts about God, but one time the tables were turned against him. The questions were actually asked of him. He was being interviewed by Bryant Gumbel, who was also a famous interviewer, and, and he turned his attention to Larry King, and he asked this question. He said, Larry, what questions would you ask God if he was a guest on your show? And King answered without missing a single beat. He said, I would ask God, do you have a son? Larry King understood that if you're going to deal with the question of God's existence, you have to deal with the person of Jesus. You can't separate the two. Jesus claimed to be the one who was with the creator and was the creator of the whole universe. And the Bible points to Jesus as God's only son. It's a package deal. Believe in one and you must believe in the other. John Blanchard has estimated that out of 
all the people who have ever lived on this planet since the dawn of civilization, he guesses that there are probably 60 billion people that have walked the planet Earth. And only a handful have made a real lasting impression. They've actually changed the world just by living here on earth. And in that handful of people, there is only one who stands head and shoulders above all of the other. Can you guess who that is? It's Jesus, who is the Son of God. He said more attention has been given to him More devotion has been given to him. More criticism has been given to him. More adoration has been given to him. More opposition has been given to this one person than all of the others. And I certainly agree. Every recorded word that he has said has been sifted, analyzed, scrutinized, debated every single word, then all of the historians and all of the philosophers and all of the scientists put together, and yet he was here 2,000 years ago. And after 2,000 years, there is never a minute on this earth that millions are not studying what he said. The great historian Kenneth Scott Latourette said this, and listen to this quote. Jesus has had more effect on the history of mankind than any other of his race who ever existed. Let me explain why our Jesus has been so studied, so analyzed, so criticized, and even worshipped. It's because what he said before he came. In the Old Testament, there are at least 33 prophecies just about his birth. Can you guess how many of them were fulfilled? Every single one of the 33 prophecies that he would be born in Bethlehem of Judea. He would be born of a virgin, came from the line of Abraham and from King David, that a star would signal his birth. He would be presented with gifts, that he would escape into Egypt, on and on and on. There were other prophecies about his life and his death, that he would ride into Jerusalem on a donkey. He would be pierced for our transgressions. He would be crushed for our iniquities. He would die among the wicked and be buried among the rich. He would resurrect from the grave on and on prophecy after prophecy. He fulfilled every single one written hundreds if not thousands of years before he walked this earth. But he also said some things about himself while he was still alive. Jesus said that he was the Christ 
and that he was the son of God. He said that he was equal to God and with authority from the father. He said that of himself. Jesus said that he had lived a sinless life, that he was the one and only way to God. Jesus Christ said that he had the power to forgive sins. He said that he had the ability to provide everlasting life. And Jesus predicted his own death and his own resurrection. And get this, he promised that he would come back again. He was criticized, analyzed, and worshipped for good reason. Adrian Rogers wrote, To explain Jesus Christ is impossible. To ignore Jesus Christ is disastrous. To reject him is fatal. Human speech is too limited to describe him. The human mind, too small to comprehend him. And the human heart can never really completely, totally absorb who Jesus Christ is. And Paul, the Apostle Paul, captured a snapshot of this life about who Christ is. Paul wrote this. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. This morning, throughout this last four weeks, we've lit the candles of hope and the candle of preparation, the candle of joy and love. And this morning, we've been looking forward to lighting this candle in the middle called the Christ candle. My desire is that on this Christmas day, we all recognize that It's all about Jesus. This month is all about Jesus. This year is all about Jesus. Our worship, it's all about Jesus. And can I tell you our future? It's all about Jesus because he's coming again. The advent, the second advent of Christ is before us. The first Advent is behind. The second advent of Christ is coming. Could I invite you to stand? Darla is going to be playing Silent Night. Would you please stand on every Christmas Eve or Christmas Day service? I love ending with a candlelight service. We're going to be taking our candles as we sing.
silent night, but could I read to you a passage in Isaiah? Another one of those passages written 600 years before Christ. Listen to what Isaiah said. The people walking in darkness, they have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government, it will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace, and of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Christ has come to earth to make it possible for us to have fellowship with God once more. To make it possible for us to live a Christ-like life right here. To bring his kingdom right here, but also for us to join him there to live with him for eternity. But it is our responsibility to share Christ's light. We are privileged to share with others the good news that Christ has come and he will come again. I'll have the privilege as we sing this song to take my candle and light it from the Christ candle and then share it with you but your responsibility is to share it with others. And as we sing Silent Night, I invite you to pass your light to others. I invite you to remember that the night in that stable, it was quiet. It was just a normal day without spectacular angelic announcements because... Jesus came as a normal baby in order to provide you with a very abnormal gift, the gift of salvation.
the Savior is born. I'd like for us to sing the first verse again, a cappella. I love hearing this without music. Would you lead us, Marcy? your candle as I give this benediction. The Christ candle that we now hold high represents Christ's gift of salvation that he has provided to us if only we would receive. May you recognize his light of salvation this Christmas. May you enjoy the peace and rest that only comes through Jesus Christ. And may you share his story of love with others. 
So now, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, go in peace, for he has already gone before you. Merry Christmas. You're dismissed. Merry Christmas.